WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071, Champagne's Alternative. For WPGU News, I'm Laszlo Richard Toth. It's Monday, January 24th, 2022. The Illinois Department of Public Health announced Friday that nearly 200,000 new cases of COVID-19 were reported over the past week. The statewide test positivity rate reached 15.3% from January 14th to 20th. Every single county in Illinois was in a state of high transmission as of the 20th, according to data from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, highlighting the infectiousness of the Omicron variant. Daily coronavirus cases are at the highest they have been in Illinois since the beginning of the pandemic, with the current peak nearly double the size of the last surge in November of 2020. Public health officials continue to advocate for the use of social distancing and masks in public spaces, as well as receiving the vaccine and its boosters. Illinois women's basketball suffered their worst loss of the season last night, falling to number 25 Iowa, 82-56, in Iowa City. The Fighting Illini were originally scheduled to play Nebraska yesterday afternoon, but COVID-19 issues with the Cornhusker program and postponement against the Hawkeyes earlier in the season saw Illinois take on Iowa instead. The Fighting Illini got off to a slow start and trailed 19-5 after the first quarter, and that Hawkeye lead only continued to grow. Illinois headed into halftime down by 22. Illinois entered the fourth quarter down by 36 points. Despite outscoring the Hawkeyes 25-15 in the final period of play, the Fighting Illini could not overcome their sizable deficit. Freshman Jayla Odin led Illinois with 16 points off the bench, while the starting five scored just 16 combined points in the loss. Illinois is on a three-game losing streak and now sits at 6-11 overall and 1-5 in conference play this season. They will return to action on Thursday night when they will take on Indiana, which sits atop the Big Ten standings. As of last night, President Biden is considering sending thousands of U.S. troops, warships, and aircrafts to eastern NATO countries in the Baltics if Russian military advances on the eastern border of Ukraine continue. Since pro-Russian rebels have controlled parts of eastern Ukraine since the war erupted almost eight years ago, around 14,000 people have been killed, with another 2 million people displaced by the fighting. Currently, 100,000 Russian troops sit at the eastern border of Ukraine. Russia requested Western European military forces to withdraw from the area and insists Ukraine should not be allowed to join NATO. According to administration officials at a meeting Saturday, senior Pentagon officials presented the option of sending up to 5,000 troops with the potential to increase those numbers tenfold if the situation continues to escalate. A decision from President Biden on this matter could be decided as early as this week. This news comes as yesterday, the UK released information suggesting Russia was attempting to install a pro-Moscow puppet government in Ukraine. The UK has also said Russia will face serious consequences if they were to invade Ukraine, but stopped short of promising to deploy troops to the area. There are currently about 4,000 US troops and 1,000 NATO troops stationed in Poland, according to their defense ministry, with about 4,000 NATO troops in the Baltic states. Meatloaf, the rock and roll and film star, died at the age of 74 last Thursday. His manager Michael Green confirmed his passing, though no location or cause of death has been reported. Born Marvin Lee a day, Meatloaf was trained for Broadway theater, where he met future musical partner Jim Steinman, who passed away less than a year ago. Meatloaf's debut album, Bad Out of Hell, became one of the best-selling albums of all time. Steinman and Meatloaf pushed the envelope of what rock music could be, combining operatic melodies with bombastic lyrics into lengthy 11-minute ballads, including I'd Do Anything for Love, 
which won the Grammy for Best Rock Vocal Performance in 1994. Numerous celebrities and musicians have paid their respects to Meatloaf on social media, calling him an all-around kind person. Meatloaf is survived by his wife, Deborah, and his daughters, Amanda and Pearl. University of Illinois students resume in-person classes today after a week of going remote. Students were online for the first week of second semester classes to allow for everyone to get COVID tested on campus before returning to in-person classes and activities. Students must receive a negative COVID test in order to have building access to university buildings. Over the past seven days, UIUC has had a 3.37% positivity rate among students and staff. The university does not plan on going back online in the near future, but plans may change if COVID numbers continue to rise. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Mac Dudley, Jackson Janes, Anne McEwen, Tori Gelman, and Madison Holcomb. Our science and technology editor is Hasna Husseini. Our sports editor is Jackson Janes. Our political editor is Jane Knight. Our arts and entertainment editor is Mac Dudley, and our regional editor is Josie Alameda. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, and our news director is Justin Malone. For WPGU News, I'm Laza Richard Toth.